on Sky Sports Radio. You're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. Good morning at 7 past 10. Kevin Wolf here. Dave Stanley has left the building, but we get stuck into our preview at Warwick Farm. Bear in mind also we have Queanbeyan Racing today. Graham White will join us at 11 o'clock and have a, a preview of the Queanbeyan meeting today. Uh, we'll have Andrew Hurley and Brad Gray along in a moment to look at the meeting. We had uh, Mark Jones from Warwick Farm on 20 minutes ago with uh, a track update, so we'll get to Mark again. Mark, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Kevin. Okay, so the last couple of days around Sydney Town, it, it's um, felt like the earth is burning and it certainly smelt like it yesterday. What sort of rainfall did you get at Warwick Farm? Look, we, at, at 6.30 this morning, we had 17.5 mils in the gauge, which put us in the soft seven range. But unfortunately, we've had a bit more rain since then, another 7.5. And now it's just tipped us into the heavy eight range. Um, it is actually still showery and Look, the prospects are that it will sort of continue to rain throughout the afternoon, but they are sort of indicating it may sort of ease off around about 2 o'clock and just to some light showers. So uh, hopefully that's the case. Okay, so you've got no no real fears that the meeting won't run its course? No, look, the track's in great order. Um, look, although it is just in the heavy range, it's only our third meeting back from renovation. There's a plenty of grass on it. It's real thick and lush. Um, I had an irrigator for the last good few days, knowing this rain was mm. eventually going to come. So, um, look, I think we're in a good starting point. We obviously don't want heavy rain, but I just don't think we're going to get it, although it's going to hang around and be quite annoying. I don't think it's anything too heavy. So um, I think all systems go. Um, okay, so you held off uh, irrigating the track. Would you be as bold to say that you like you needed the rain? The rain was... I know we haven't had rain for a long time in Sydney, but do, do you feel like the rain was... Like well timed for your track? Look, I needed some rain. Obviously, not not that amount um, for Warwick Farm, but look, we did need some rain. And um, obviously, with not watering and with those temperatures, um, you do take that um, that gamble. But they were quite confident we were going to get some, so I was never never concerned. But um, you know, um, you know, I guess to be fair, five or ten mils would have been nice, not not that twenty five. So um, yeah, so look. Um, they, they got it right this time. So they were actually forecasting decent rain, but they have been uh, off the mark a lot lately, so you just never know what you're going to end up with. Well, we uh, we appreciate your time, Mark. We look forward to some uh, racing, good racing at Warwick Farm this afternoon. Mark, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, so Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley are going to go through the market. Brad Gray, good morning to you firstly. How are you going? Yeah, good morning, Kev Hurls and all the listeners. Mike Jones is going to ask to be on the payroll in a moment. Two interviews in 20 <laughs> he... minutes. You're keeping me very busy. Uh, but, yeah, we do look to be heading towards a heavy track, don't we? And it's been a while, as you touched on, that have had to do the form for a, a wet track. So there could be a few form reversals today. But you obviously, like Mark, knew the rain was coming. Has that affected the way you did? Did you do wet track form a couple of days ago knowing the rain yeah. was coming? I yeah. did, but that was a gamble in itself because yeah, he's sitting true. there in 35-degree heat doing form for a wet track, so it didn't quite sit right with me, but you trust the forecast, and lo and behold, they've got it right, so happy days as far as my form goes. Andrew Hurley, good morning. Good morning, Kev. How are you? I'm well. What is, uh, in your history, looking at the, the big book in front of you there, what does is, what is heavy rain on the day of a race meeting do for what are punters thinking? Are they unsure? Are they diving in regardless? Yeah, they generally uh, sort of wait and watch to see how a track can play and also to see if um, if uh, you know there's a diff- different uh, track pattern and whether there's uh, late scratchings all that it can, can make a huge difference uh, to how a, a card unfolds but uh, I can tell you in this first race uh, it's a very interesting race because we've got a very 
easing favourite, very easing favourite, not quite the right language, but uh, no, it's not. Uh, a favourite on the uh, on the drift and, and one they've really come for in the, in the shape of Miss Piera. Okay, well, let's get into it. Uh, first at Warwick Farm today is at two o'clock, first of seven. Um, okay, got a field of seven here, no scratchings, so take us through the market. Yeah, okay, so this easing favourite is Husk. It's $1.60 when a market first opened. It's now out to two fifteen. Very good support for Miss Piera. It's four twenty into three twenty. Above forty six dollars, no change. Photographics is a six fifty chance. In from eight nineteen to eleven, glitter script. Soundgarden's twenty six and eighty one for Yes Arnie. So the tail of the tape is this favourite's very soft. I can tell you we're holding almost double the amount of money on Miss Piera, and I would suggest that that continues. That Husk is going to get out to an even bigger price. What do you like, Brad? Yeah, well, I've gone four, five, one, and six, and I think the drift on Husk is just simply due to the fact that she went up way too short, like a dollar sixty. That was rock bottom odds. So, getting out to a more realistic quote now, uh, I found this a a tricky race because your two key chances in terms of Husk and Miss Piera have only had the one barrier trial, and here they are going into a a thousand meter race on what is going to be a testing wet track. But I am in the corner of Husk. Uh, she's a half-sister to a stablemate in Petulant, who is a very good wet tracker, so if that continues in the family, uh, she should get through it okay. She did everything right in her one trial. That was at Rose Hill. Began well, parked in behind the speed, and just coasted to the line with gears still up her sleeve. So positive signs there, and I expect her to be hard enough to beat. Five, Miss Piera. Uh, she's another one that's only had the one trial. Showed good speed over the 800 metres at Hawkesbury. Led all the way. Time was okay for the morning. I'd be more confident on a dry track. Just a little bit worried about her late strength here. 1,000 metres testing conditions, but she'll give a sight and look the winner at some point. One above 42 trials. No match for Traffic Warden in his first trial but no shame in that. He's a pretty smart two-year-old and then was simply run off his feet in a very fast trial, beaten 15 lengths, but ignore that. He wasn't asked to do a lot. And six photographics, the best of the rest. The fact that John Sargent's got a two-year-old up and running at this point suggests that she is a bit of a natural. Drawn barrier one, uh, she will just park in behind the speed and get every possible chance from there. Four, five, one and six. Four, five, one, six from Brad. Darren Flindell is putting up four, five, six and one. Same number, slightly different order there. Okay, race two, we take out two, four, eight and ten. It's due at 20 to three hills. Yeah, deductions here. Fire Tribe, 10 by 10. 5 by 5, listen to the zoo. Restonica, 5 by 6 and 2 cents for the win. Zero, the place for wipeout. Up the top, we've got Dimitrov, joint favourite, 250, 260, now 240. 8.50 to $7 for Gelatin. We've got Major Look, 12 into 11. 12 out to 15, our last shot. Pure Alpha, 11 into 10. 2.30, 2.25, now 2.40 for Vanquish, joint favourite with Dimitrov. And Amelioration is a 40 one dollar chance. Vanquish, most popular runner here. Two forty joint favourite with Dimitrov. Yeah, gone with Dimitrov here. One nine seven and three. The fact that John O'Shea is happy to run him first up on a heavy track says to me that there's a bit of confidence within the stable that he will get through the conditions. He's handled a soft. Well in the past, he returns a gelding. I like the depth of his form lines from his first three runs in his first campaign. A third to coincide on debut. Placings around Chow Wolf uh, and 1,300 metres looks perfect after two trials. So I think he is the horse to beat. Vanquished has the advantage of race fitness. So he's going to get out in front and do his thing. He'll be soft late. We've seen enough of him to know that he does give a sight and he's just vulnerable that last little bit. But 
third up, no excuses fitness-wise. Seven, Pure Alpha. Now, he's the big watch in the race for me. I didn't really know how to attack him. Fascinating runner. I know you look at the form guide and you say, well, he's finished seventh, fifth, and seventh in his three trials over two campaigns, but he was never, ever let go in any of those hitouts. So, again, the fact that Chris Wall is happy to run on debut on a wet track, there might be a bit of confidence there that he'll handle the conditions and a huge market watch on him. And three, Gelatin. Uh, he is still a cult, so the stable are going to give him another chance to prove himself. I like what he did in patches in his first campaign. He was a, a luckless third behind Tuta La Vida at Rose Hill one day. Didn't really go on with it thereafter, but he did have an interrupted preparation, so curious to see what he does here first up. One, nine, seven, and three. One, nine, seven, three, Brad Gray. Darren Flindell, nine, three, one, and five, race two, Warwick Farm. Race three is your 3.15. It's uh, clear of scratching to this stage, Hills. Yeah, it is, and Intuitu up the top. 13, 370 Edmund. It's been really soft. We went up 240 for it. Uh, McGeehan's opened up at 15. It's now into 11. 31 for insider trading. Master Copy, $4 into 260 since the market opened. Le Mans, a 480 to $4. $11 out from 750 Crystal Waters. Seeding Seb, 31 and $151 for Mandalorian. Uh, the... Bulk of the activity went on early, not so much today, and Master Copy has certainly been the most popular runner. I want to play around the favourites here. I think there's a couple of good bets at double-figure odds, none more so than McGeehan. So 3, 7, 6 and 2. I know he's first up here, uh, but I think his form last campaign was much better than it reads on paper. He just gets a lot in his favour. I can't find a lot of speed on paper. Uh, he does have gate speed when they want to use it, so I do expect... Positive tactics. I like the fact that he tackles the mile first up. He's raced really well at his home track, Warwick Farm, in the past. And he loves it wet. I like the way he's trialled as well. So I know there's not a lot of upside there being a seven-year-old gelding. But at double-figure odds, I want to be with him. Seven Crystal Waters. I think there's a real sense of timing about her campaign. Now, she was good against the mares last uh, two weeks later. Here she is against the boys. But fourth up, out to the mile. And she loves wet tracks. So there's a lot in her favour as well. Six, La Mare. I thought he was a touch disappointing last start. But he did find himself... Outside the lead, maybe that just saw him compound early, but his two runs prior to that were fantastic, so the timing looks perfect for another crack at the mile for him as well. And two, Edmund, looks to have settled in really well for Kim Moore. He's hit the ground running for that stable, and I don't think a wet track 1,600 metres holds any fears for him. Three, seven, six, and two. Would have liked to have found a spot for Master Copy, but at $2.40, I thought he was very, very skinny, so he goes in as the, the fifth pick. Three, seven, six, and two. Three, seven, six, two from Brad. Darren Flindell's putting two on top to beat five, seven, and six. Race three, Warwick Farm. So race four, pivotal race of the afternoon. Wraps up the early quaddy starts, the main quaddy. It's due... Uh, at 10 to 4, and here we take out numbers 4, 6, 9, and 10. We have Sodom Fund, 11 by 11, the deduction, Oceans 1, 6 by 7, 0, Demanding Mo, and Good Lieutenant, 3 by 2. 650, Oxford Vision, Lavish Empire, 350, makes it favourite, $6 late, uh, Vegas Raider, London, 11, 380 for Global Empire, Storm the Rub, Ramparts, also 380, and Standing Bear at 51. Very quiet betting race at this stage. Lovish Empire and Storm the Ramparts are the two most popular runners. Yeah, it's pretty tight at the top there, isn't it? I've gone with Global Empire, 7, 2, 8 and 1. But listening to Dave Stanley uh, talk to Joe Pride a little bit earlier in the show, he did suggest that if we do get a downgrade, which we've got now to a heavy track, there is the likelihood that Global Empire, uh, amongst a few other stablemates, will come out. So I've got an eye on that, but at the time being, he is in. So I'll leave him in. Uh, Global Empire, I liked his first up run. He was always going to improve with that run under his belt. 1,100 metres second up looks to suit. Uh, drawn a little bit tricky, but he's got gate speed, and he'll just 
put himself in, in the race somewhere. I think he'll find the right part of the surface. I don't think you want to be too close to the fence, particularly come race four with this track chopping out. Two lavish empire. He'll get last look. I know his pattern makes him a hard horse to attack with confidence, but scratchings help there. He won't be too far away. He's got plenty of wet track form, so I don't think that holds any fears for him. And he's, I know he's eight weeks between runs, but I like the tick over trial uh, since we last saw him at the races. Eight storm the ramparts. He's the stable mate to Global Empire. No indications that he'll be coming out because he's a proven wet tracker. He gets the blinkers again. We know when Joe Pride puts the, the blinkers on mid-campaign, uh, he typically means business and he has to be in the finish again somewhere as he's been in his three runs for his new yard. And one, Oxford Vision. Hard to knock. He's chasing three on the bounce. He's got his head down when it counted first and second up to go back to back, albeit by narrow margins. Does have a bit of weight here, but wet or dry it doesn't matter for him. 7, 2, 8 and 1. 7, 2, 8, 1 there, Brad. Race 4. Darren Flindell's putting it 3 to beat 2, 8 Seven. We go to race five at twenty-five past four. Here we take out three, six, nine, and thirteen. Yarrow Wonga ten by ten. The deduction. Loving Silla six by six. Four by four. Frankie's mid dad and the big big uh, zero. Flamber eighteen to sixteen today. Nine dollars to six dollars. Extravers. We've got four twenty into three ninety. California Grass. Cheval Savant is a five fifty chance. Seven fifty out to eight for Thuton. Asabir or Asabir, uh, fourteen to thirteen. Six fifty is six. Hold the great. Uh, Silvakia is an eight dollar chance. Now it's in from fourteen dollars this morning. Uh, strobing thirty one to twenty six and twenty one to eighteen. Single crown. They've backed just about every runner in this race, including uh, Silvakia. Fourteen to eight is the biggest move today. She was good three starts ago, Sylvakia. Uh, whether she gets through a heavy track, I don't know. I've got her in the numbers. I've got her in third pick. So 4, 5, 11, and 8 for California Grass. She's a, a lightly raised staying mare, a stack of potential for John Thompson. And I think everything uh, looks to have set up beautifully. Fourth up, 2,200 metres. Nobody missed her run in Midway Company last start. That was over 2,000 metres. She came from last and rattled home into the finish. So I'd be even more confident if this was 2,400 metres, but 2,200 metres on a testing track will have to do. Now, she is a full sister to Jojo Was a Man, who is a fantastic wet tracker. So I think she'll get through it just fine. Five, Cheval Savant. He looks ready to do something. Keen to see what the market does with him. Uh, it was hot on his chances. Second up, where he, he found one better. Then it was very soft on him. Third up, uh, and the market got a spot on there at Gosford. Uh, he just maybe looked a half peak on his run, but no excuses now. Fourth up, 2,200 metres. 11, Sylvakia. Uh, we touched on her form that would measure up in the wrists. Uh, so her run in the Cessnock Cup, pairing off with Apache Bell, three starts ago, reads nicely. And AC Bar, now that he's got that elusive second career win under his belt, every chance that he can go right on with the job. 4, 5, 11 and 8. Race 5, 4, 5, 11, 8 from Brad Darren's putting it four to beat 7, 10 and 2. We go to race 6, coming up just after 5 o'clock. In fact, at 5.05, 1, 4, 7, 10 have been withdrawn. Leaves a field of 6. Yeah, and uh, Ningaloo Star, 8 by 8 deduction. Dakota Vroom, 9 by 9. 3 by 3, I'm not slew. And the Crimson Idol, 3 by 4. Euros, 4.20 out from 3.70 this morning. We've got I'm Divine, 21 to 23. Impactful Miss, $7. 7.50 and solid for Shalonte. Power Ballard is $6. And the big move here is for Shaken, 2.15 into $2. It's trialed sensationally, Brad. Oh, hasn't she what? She's a very fast filly, so I've got her on top. Nine, five, two and six. I was saying on form line last night, I think the only thing that beat Shaken is Shaken. Uh, the trade-off with having so much speed is the fact that she just wants to get things over and done with, but she'll get better as she gets into her career. She's only had the three starts to date. Forget what she did 
last time we saw her at the races, albeit she ran third in a pretty deep race there behind Cabalas and Estriella, but she was found to have bled after the race, so incurred a mandatory ban. That saw her head straight to the paddock, and as you say, Hurls, her trials have been particularly impressive. So she'll get out in front and do a thing, and as long as she settles, I think she'll win. Five, impactful miss. She'll be hoping that Shaken does over two things, and she'll get last look. She was a big drifter first up at Warwick Farm a couple of weeks ago, but somebody forgot to tell her because she ran a cracker from last. That was over 1,000 metres. That sets her up nicely for 1,100 metres second up, uh, and that was an important run for her just to prove that she is up to city company. Two euros, another horse that Joe Pride flagged the potential to come out if we did get a downgrade, so keep an eye on that, but she's been rock solid in two runs back, and she's coming through the right profile of races to be competitive in this, form around the likes of Terramata, and then Afterlight and Reese Jones knows her really well. And Shalonte, always tricky to assess Shalonte because on raw talent, uh, she'd probably win this or at the very minimum be fighting out the finish, but you just don't know what version you're going to get. Nine, five, two, and six. Nine, five, two, six from Brad. Darren, similar. He's putting it nine, five, two, and eight. Last at Warwick Farm this afternoon, due at 5.45. Hopefully we make it that far. Uh, yeah, 5.45, and we lose one, uh, four. Hang on a tick. One, three, five, nine, and 12 from the last. Pecoro, 2x2 two two deduction, 6x7 Master Showman, Tumbling Significant, 24x16, Atlantic Ocean, 5x6, and World Alliance, 4x6. Cool Jakey, 260, 270, back to 260, makes it favourite. Olympic Theatre, 51 to 61. Mission Value, 16 to 17. Mary MacBoy, $7 into $6. Vinnie Spirit, 360 to 350. 17 Canadian Ruler, and Tenenberg down the bottom is a 370 chance. Uh, most popular runner would be Vinnie Spirit, but oh, gee, this is tough. He has a good close. This is a pretty deep benchmark race to end the uh, day here, albeit we have lost a few of our major hopes. But 2, 8, 11 and 7, I want to give Cool Jakey the chance to bounce back. Uh, so Blinkers first time. A couple just crossed him in the early stages there first up. He found himself in an awkward spot. He got buffeted around. You go back through what he did in his first campaign where he looked at a pretty progressive horse. He was a bit of a control freak. He liked to do his thing on top of the speed. So it was a bit of a foreign spot for him there first up. And I think he resented that. So as I say, I'll give him the chance to... To prove that he's better than that. Eight, Vinny's spirit. I can see where there has been a little move for him. He was excellent in two runs last campaign, uh, given he was 62 weeks between runs prior to that. Uh, he looked to be ready to win. I think he had a little setback thereafter. So nine weeks between runs. He didn't do much in his recent trial, but that's him. He's not really a trial horse. He, he saves his best for the track. Eleven, Tannenberg. Keen to see where he fits in. Uh, he came with a rush to get home over the top of Vanquished at Canterbury last start. Has to step off that again, coming out of a maiden grade. At Canterbury, but he's an untapped three-year-old. And he's only had a handful of race starts. And seven, Mary Macboy. He's had excuses at his past too. He looks to be building towards something. He's another horse that just has to, to settle in the run. Uh, and he is untried on heavy ground, but I do think he is a, a coming winner at some point. Two, eight, eleven, and seven. Two, eight, eleven, seven. Brad Darren's putting eleven on top to beat eight, two, and ten in the last. Okay, Brad. Um, over to you. What do you like? Best bets, Quaddy for today. Yeah, best bet, race six, number nine, Shaken. Uh, pretty skinny at the moment, but I do think she'll get the cash. And best value, race three, number three, McGeehan. Uh, first up, so that's a challenge in itself. You generally like to find race fit horses in testing conditions, but I think the market's overlooked him to some extent. So best, race six, number nine, Shaken. Best value, race three, number three, McGeehan. And the quarter will go seven, two, eight, four, five, eleven, eight, nine, five, two, And we'll come home two, eight, and eleven. 2811 in the last leg. Thanks for your time, Brad. Good luck today. Thanks for being on the show. No dramas. Thanks, guys. Thank you, mate. Uh, Righto, Hurls, we'll uh, catch you later on. Thanks for your time. Yeah, no problems at all. I'll just give you the best bet in the Jockeys Challenge if we've got time there, um, Kev. Your, your best bets? 
Uh, no, no, I was going to say, that, just turn off now if you want Hurl's best bets, please. Very good. Uh, <laughs> shaken, which is Brad's best bet uh, of the day. It's been the best bet. So it's race six, number nine. Jockey's challenge today, Tyler Schiller, a dollar and fifty cents. Tommy Berry, four eighty seven fifty. Rachel King, twelve dollars. Jet Stanley, and it's nineteen dollars or better. Headed by Roaring Hutchings and Warwick Farm and Flemington today. Races one to four, run second or third, and you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Hey, Co-Hurls, before you go, what, what do you like? Come on, give me something. I, I know you're going to have a bet on every race as you normally do, but what's your best? <laughs> I won't be able to bet. Oh, I will shake, and the $2 probably a bit too short now. Okay. I was hoping there wouldn't be scratchings in that race, so would get a better price. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll be winning at this trial super. All right, mate, we'll let you go. Thank you. All right, mate, good on you. See you later. Day. Andrew Hurley there. Now, Darren Flindell calling today. We'll catch up with Darren at the start of the final word in about an hour from now with his uh, thoughts, best and quaddy. Ray Hickson will chime in also with his thoughts at Warwick Farm. And Nicole Thomas will keep an eye on the money and catch up with Darren just after half past one today and go through the movers for our meeting at Warwick Farm. So, uh, unusually for a Wednesday, we have two meetings. The other meeting is at Queanbeyan. Graham White, he'll be here at around 11 o'clock to go through uh, his thoughts on that program being called today by Ben Hall. 28 past 10, this is Sky Sports Radio in a moment. Brittany Graham on the pace. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. 